the Inquisitive Nobody. I'm your host, Martini Jean. This is where I discuss things from matters of the heart to the heart of the matter and share my perspective, even our perspectives might not be shared. All right. What is going on? What is going on? We, we're we at it. We're at it, man. We're at it. Full bleeds going, you know? Uh, Season 16, Episode 1, Married at First Sight. Marry me in Tennessee. All right. So, um, this is where the, um, couple, I mean, the couples have been decided. So now those couples are going to be telling their family members. So, um, the first couple to do that is Kirsten and Shaquille. So Kirsten's, her, her moniker is Miss Great Ex- Expectations. And Shaquille is the devout workaholic. So, Kirsten is 32. She's a single mom's only child, she says. And she says, um, sometimes it bothers me when things don't go my way, but I have to let that go because not everything can go my way, but some things can. And again, that does sound very diplomatic, but I'm telling you, that sentence coupled with the other thing where she's like, oh, I don't ask for much. So when I do ask for things, I should get it. They are kind of giving me a sense of entitlement. And I think with those two phrases, those things are going to come to a head later in the season. So right now, I'm not really feeling feeling Kirsten. Um, Kirsten... I'm I'm very I'm having a hard time deciding who my boo and my brat of the season is already. Like, I mean, we'll 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 go down we'll we'll go on the we'll go down the list. But Kirsten, I believe, is the prettiest girl woman on the show. Um. Yeah, she's the prettiest woman on the show. Like you look at her, she's like, "Wow!" Like you know, looks looks very very cute, very pretty. She she is pretty, you know. Like that's like really the first thing that comes out of my mind, uh, you know, out of my mouth when I see her. She's pretty, but I don't. But because of these little snags, she doesn't snatch the um. She doesn't snag the boo of the season moniker or award she doesn't get that um but let, let, let's keep going so she has a master's degree in business education bachelor's degree in health service administration and she's also a real estate agent so she working you know so that's, that's good for her so she says what she wants in a man physically fit tall handsome hard-working well-dressed nice teeth faith-based I want him to. T- I want him to come to church with me. Positive mindset. Be ambitious. It's a long list, but it's not necessarily not doable. So we have uh, Shaquille, thirty-one. He was involved in a car accident at ten, and it's like his whole family was involved. But like, I, I, he didn't say there was any death, so you know that's a good thing. But it changed his life forever. His doctor said that he didn't want him to play sports from like I think like seven to like ten or around some some really long time. So he focused his energy on higher things. So you know, so he got a higher education and all that good stuff. 
so you know he's you know he's 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 ready to get married and he's he he's really a, a faith-based person which will be good for Kirsten so um and well on paper they should be uh, very well with each other so next couple is Dominique the old soul and uh McKinley the introverted dreamer so um Dominique I believe I I believe if I have to give it to somebody it's probably going to be Dominique Dominique is probably going to be my boo of the season also um Dominique and McKinley they're my um couple to watch they're gonna be like my couple just like last year it was lindy last season it was lindy and miguel uh dominique and mckinley are going to be my couple of the season i want i want them to i want them to win uh well not win it's not a competition but you know i want them to succeed the most uh, out of everybody so we have Don, dominique she's 25 you know even though she's the old soul she's 25 years old um, she says she's an old soul, more mature than most people her age. Her mom is her best friend. Um, can call her. She calls her mom all the time on a lunch break. Um, but like, that's cool and all. But at the same time, you know, like, yo, your mom needs. Um, the mom is a single mom. Like, the mom needs to freaking like. I mean, <laughs> that mother daughter relationship is a good one but at the same time like yo your daughter is not your sis you know what i mean it's like yeah you can talk to each other whatever blah 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 but like you're only doing that because you don't have a man in your life you know it's like you wouldn't be so up your daughter's ass calling calling each other every day on lunch break like what the fuck is going on like if you had a husband you'd be probably sucking his dick or something like that like why do you have such a strong not strong like well yeah like a strong almost overbearing relationship with your daughter like that's not good because like you know now what if a man comes into her life you're not going to be able to talk to her all the time you know because she's going to be she's going to be a you know, tending to her husband. Um, again, not to say to shut the mom out, but it's, but still, it's like, what what are you doing? Like, what's going on? Um, and and the thing is, probably probably right now, people are probably going against what I'm saying. No, you should you should you know, you should cherish that that link and that connection with your parents. Blah blah blah, all that stuff. Were you saying that stuff to about Ben last year? when ben called his mom and talked about his decisions and all that stuff about everything no you were labeling him a mama's boy that's what you were doing but now since it's a girl it's okay it's good it's it's wonderful like what's going on you know keep that same energy like you're calling ben a mama's boy because he tends to his mom and all that stuff he's do matter of fact He's doing less than what Dominique is doing. He didn't say he fucking called his mom every goddamn day and 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 you know on lunch break and and all that stuff. There's like they have specific times when she calls. Like mom, get a fucking hobby, yo. What the fuck you doing? Like 
play pinochle or some shit like that you know i saw them go fishing and stuff like that go fish by by your damn self or go fish for a man how about that why are you up your daughter's twat you know get a life like i don't understand but anyway um so uh oh yeah so uh, i forgot completely to to go back uh kirsten and uh, kirsten damn i forgot no kirsten's family was great witted shaquille's family was like kind of surprised because it was out of nowhere but you know he was like oh you know god told me to do this whatever and he was like oh you know maybe i was supposed to come here not for necessarily the job but to find the love of my life cool whatever so dominique she's telling her two friends that like yo you know any any advice on marrying a stranger and then one of the friends is like oh, i mean you've done worse with strangers than marrying them and then the other girl was like oh oh my god so i'm like oh all right okay so dominique dominique is a little freak okay good we we we, we like this well not, not too much but we like this so this that that's good to now we have mckinley 34 um he's he considers himself a sleeper meaning like he's very introverted he's shy but spend a week with him and then he's outgoing um you you know and you know he sounds just like me so i was like oh that's cool he dropped out of college his siblings have master's degrees um he you know decided to be an entrepreneur so uh he's 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 an entrepreneur with like cannabis his parents have been married for 45 years and he thought that he was gonna get married just like them so um and he thought he was gonna get married with his ex that he spent you know a couple years with and then he said one day she sent him a photo of a ring and he's like oh okay that that's the ring that you you know want to get cool that's awesome and and she was like no i just got engaged he's like oh it's like that's fucked up bro how are you in a relationship with somebody and then somebody else comes in and proposes to her like what like <laughs> that's fucked up like why didn't the girlfriend tell the guy who was proposing that hey i have a man like nah she was just like nah fuck him we're getting married that's so fucked up yo women mm, you guys man anyway um so uh he tells his uh like second family that he's getting married and they're like okay cool like what like what do you want and you know the guy's like you know mckinley's like well you know um you know, I just, I just want her to be happy, you know, and, and, you know, the father figure was like, all right, stop, that's right there, that right there, there it is, you want her to be happy, that's what marriage is, and I'm just like, yo, fuck that, <laughs> you know, and it's not because I don't want to make my woman happy, of course, like, I mean, when I think about my ex-fiance and what I would have wanted for our relationship and our marriage, I was like, yeah, I want to make her happy but why isn't it ever the other way around it's never the, you never hear the other way around you never hear a woman say i want to make my man happy in a marriage you don't hear that or like or like my my job is to make my man happy because if a woman says that other women say that oh he probably told her to say that or she's in a controlling relationship or or more so that like oh that notion didn't come from her originally 
there's no way as if making your man happy is a bad thing in a marriage like what you said you want to make your man happy oh that didn't come from you Mm -mm. well what is he doing to you what does he have on you is he he bribing you is it blackmail it's like no i want to make my man happy see that's the thing all the time it's like oh yeah you want to make her happy like that that's the that's the global rule that's the standard that's the gold standard in a marriage i want to make her happy never the other way around that shit pisses me the fuck off (laughs) it really does because now i feel like i'm in like servitude to this woman regardless if she deserves it or not that i have to make this bitch happy (laughs) you know um fuck me right it has nothing to do with me nope i need to make her happy you know and that's why i hate that phrase happy wife happy life that that phrase can go suck a nut i don't fucking care i hate that goddamn phrase but anyway um so uh the next the next couple is nicole and chris so nicole her thing is serving the sass and uh chris is mr nice guy so nicole says she's a bitch with too big of a heart even when i'm super loving and compassionate there's always a side of sass which okay could be annoying (laughs) you know but all right and nicole nicole mm, you know it was a toss-up between nicole and dominique but dominique just edges out because i really love her skin tone and i'm not gonna lie dominique's breasts are fucking awesome but 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 nicole nicole's all right too you know i like her she's like she's short she's a little stocky you know i like her like poofy arms and i know all this shit that i'm saying is not attractive to women but unless you're a lesbian you know this isn't for you you know i'm i'm attracted to what she has you know on her so she's all right you know um so uh chris is um chris says he's never been able to be mean um he he for himself he's for his group his friend group he's a comedic relief he's a hopeless romantic um people talk about um i mean he 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 gets taken advantage of by people because of his people pleasing and uh him putting himself in front of people um no 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 him putting people in front of himself and um people always say oh i can't believe you know you're not with anyone blah 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 and yeah i get that i get that same shit all the time um and for him divorce means failure and he wants to find his forever person all good qualities so then we have jasmine and eris that's the next couple so jasmine is a queen without a king because she's a beauty queen and eris is reformed and ready for love so eris is 39 um for him he said a ghost a, a ghost a girl ghosted him and he that fucked him up for a good decade and um because he's he's always been the ghoster but he's never been the ghosty so that that fucked him up and and since then he's had his guard up for a decade 
Um, his mom had him when he was 19. His dad got murdered, I think in like 98, he said. Um, so he never had a good stepdad or father figure to look up to. Um, uh, he's never shared a space with anyone. Um, and he's never, oh, 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 that's what it was. So, you know, he's presenting to his family that he's doing this and his cousin is like, um, you're freaking weird. Why would you do this? And she says that, um, he's, he's never shared a space with anyone. He's never been in a true committed relationship and Eris should walk away right now from this process because he is not ready for this. And he's saying that like, you know, he hates dating. It's always, it's, it's always like a startup, you know, start, stop, start, stop, start, stop. But, um, with this, you know, it, his, all, all the, all the, I guess, quote unquote work is done and, you know, bloop, somebody is just plopped in front of him and he's like, all right, cool. We good, you know? Um, so I guess he wants that, but she's like, mm -mm, like, you're, you're totally not ready for this. So, I mean, big ups to the cousin, uh, I think her name is Felina, who is looking out for her cousin because, I mean, we've seen it. We've seen this for 16 seasons, you know, uh, the show and marriage ain't for punks like, uh, Pastor Cal says all the time, you know, so, uh, episode 31 episode 31 what am i talking about so we have uh jasmine no not jasmine is it jasmine yeah yeah, yeah. jasmine so we have jasmine 31 uh she's a beauty queen and she's looking for her king and she's like give me a black king for show so okay <laughs> oh case in point um uh, of course you know Ever since Married at First Sight ha has had the five couples, I think maybe around season 11, whether you want to admit it or not, they've always had a certain look to their black couples. And they've always had the, you know, proper black couples. And, and of course, you know, the hood black couples. Um, and this year's no different. Um <laughs> Eris and Jasmine are definitely the hood couple and uh Kirsten and Shaquille are the proper black couple. So <laughs> uh, so yeah, so um she's like, "Yeah, I want a black king for show." And she's uh she's a beauty pageant queen. Uh she does cheerleading. Um She's been with too many men who do not know what they're doing. So that's why she went to marry at first sight. But the thing is, she's also a workaholic. So is she, is she going to have time for a man in her life if she's doing like 18,000 things? You know, so then now we have the last couple is Gina and Clint. So Gina is a Gina is spontaneous styling and slaying. And Clint is seeking a first mate because he likes to, uh, sale so gina 35 is spontaneous um one time she booked a trip to italy one month before actually going and you know she's just like that and um she's a uh, not a real estate she's a what is she doing? i mean she 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 is an entrepreneur and a businesswoman she is a salon owner and runs her salon 
and also she she's like a project manager i guess i mean that's not the proper word but she she's like building under like an uh, i guess a property manager she's building another property manager in like three months so she's working it so um clint um is like <laughs> you know he, he looks like he should be like in a in a hair commercial because his hair is so like suave and his beard is so full um and his friends like weird his, his like him and his friends like all look weird they all look like kind of like wilderness boys kind of like unkempt and uh, unkept and not ravenous but just like just wily like not not very proper but like almost seems as like yo we're all like rich and like fuck it we don't need to like necessarily um be decked out or 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 trimmed up because we don't need to we got this money and we're kind of awkward and whatever that, that's how they look to me but he says he's he's an adventurer at heart um he's always up for new culture and new foods so um he's a, he's also a pilot that's why he has a big rig of that you know flight simulator thing in his in his um in his living room like i said before in the last episode um but he said unfortunately he's not part of the mile high club <laughs> um so they're 10 days before the wedding um um i forget what kirsten was referring to oh yeah that's right uh so you know the men and the women meet each other for the first time and dominique was like yeah you know i i i don't want to even though i'm getting married and stuff like that i want to i want to continue having girls night out and blah 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 which is which is fine that makes sense you shouldn't like alienate your friends because you're married but like she was like no no I, i need to have it all the time and blah 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 and then kirsten's like uh a wife should be at home cooking catering to his catering to him and his feet if you out here with your girls all the time you might not have a husband and you know what you know i give a point to kirsten you know what i mean like what do you i mean again of course absolutely you should you should and uh, and actually be encouraged to have a girls night out because being with your man 24 7 or whatever is tiring you need you you shouldn't lose your identity you know what i mean so yeah but at the same time you left that life to be with your man you know what i mean so why are you trying to make girls night out and your husband like 50 50 you know what i mean or not even like you're trying to make girls night out maybe like 70 30 like yeah i need to have girls night out and oh yeah my husband you know that just that just seems to me you just want a body at home you know and not to tend to your husband and cultivate what your husband is doing you know uh, what you and your husband should be building towards and i don't like that so that's why you know with dom dominique is like "Mm, i don't know i don't like that um so the boys are talking and you know of course you know with men we always freaking talk about sex so chris says he hasn't had sex in a year um nicole says she hasn't had sex in two years um eris and clint had sex two weeks ago not with each other (laughs) um and gina had sex once this year um this is one day before the wedding of course it's the bachelor's bachelor party and of course you know the girls and the guys are wilding out of course it's two separate places 
the girls got strippers, uh, male strippers, and of course the guys got strippers too. But you know, everybody, the girls are going crazy. Like Nicole was having a fucking ball. She was taking shots off the um, strippers, humping them, and and all that shit, dancing with them. Freaking Dom took, t- you know, did a shot, did a body shot. She took like a shot and put it in between her luscious boobs, and had a male stripper like fucking grab the boobs with with only his mouth. So pretty much his like nose and mouth is digging in between her boobs, and you know he he got the he retrieved the shot and like you know put it down his throat and i was like yo y'all are crazy and then when and then she freaking have a had a whole like sidebar conversation with the stripper and she kept like fucking touching her boobs like in the middle in the middle because she's like oh yeah you know my boobs i use that as my wallet so blah blah blah's down here blah blah blah's down here and he's like oh yeah well, that's great oh, oh, oh what, what else is down there you know what i'm saying kind of like flirting and stuff and it's innocently talking but it's still like flirting and stuff and then everybody else is like yo dom mm, he's not your husband why are you like continuously talking to this guy because all he wants to do is smash i mean shit i want to smash dominique she's fucking hot but it's like you know that's why the bachelor party things are always kind of iffy because it's like you know hey this is your like your you know some people are like hey this is like your last go so you go you know you feel what you need to fill out because you're not going to have this much fun again. <laughs> or other people are like, yo, don't do that. You know, don't go crazy because, you know, we're building something together. So, you know, it, it's always it's always a crazy thing with that. Um, So, uh, oh, Jasmine says that she's shy in the bedroom. Um, so, I mean, you're definitely going to have to fix that. Um, so now it's the wedding day. And the first couple to get married is uh, Kirsten and Shaquille. Uh, yeah, Kirsten said that, you know, it, it's been hard. She's, you know, she's happy that she's getting married. And, you know, it's been hard going out and trying to find a black guy. Um, so, try, you know, trying to find a black guy. So she, you know, put it to the experts to find one. And I was like, hold on. That was like her goal. I was like, I thought she was just trying to find love. And then I was like, hold on. You said it's been hard going out and trying to find a black guy. So you put it to the experts. Yo, you live in Nashville, Tennessee. What the fuck are you trying to find a black guy for? You're in the wrong spot. So like, you know, and then, you know, what? I was like, you know what? This this is probably my fault. Let me let me see the demographic and, and let's see what's up. Because, you know, I'm stereotypical. I'm thinking that, you know, it's like, you know, white people hockey talk, you know, hockey talk and all that shit. Right. So I look it up. I'm like, hmm. How many black people are in Nashville? And then it's like, oh, Nashville demographic. It said 62.3% of Nashville is white and 27.35 is black. That's your fucking problem. You're you're trying to find 27%, 27 27.35% black people. And that's just black people. Let's cut that shit in half to, what is that? I I don't know. what what the fuck is that? Hold on, twenty seven, twenty seven divided by two. Okay, thirteen percent black because you know we have to divide it by two because that's just black people. That's they didn't say that's not black men. That's just black people. So now thirteen percent is black, right? I mean, uh, black men. Okay, cool. Now let's I don't know do another half and say that half of them are gay. So now that's seven percent. 
So you are trying to find 7% of men to satisfy your needs. And that 7% might not even match the, the shit that you want. Because what's it called? Um, She said that. Oh, one of the bridesmaids are like, oh, what are you, you going to do if, like, he's not your type or whatever? Or, like, you know, or she's like, oh, I like a low-cut, you know, guy, a low-cut hair guy. And she was like, well, what about if one of them was like, what about if he's bald? And she's like, ugh, I don't want a bald-headed guy. Boom. She kills bald. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, let's say, you know, 7% is left, right? So now you want low-cut people. So now let's make that 5%. So now that's 5%. Five percent, and you're trying to find love in that. You're trying to find black love in Nashville, Tennessee. Fucking with five percent. I'm telling you, man, women, yo, what is wrong with y'all? Like, you want to find the creme de la creme. Like, you want to get the. You want to find that one guy in the smallest percentage possible for it to be real. And then when you get him, you don't even want to fuck him because then there's sex. You know. Uh, what's it called? Sexist marriages. So what's the point? <laughs> what's the point of finding you know that one guy in in a in a you know what is it in uh that one needle of a guy in a haystack only for you to not treat him the way that he should be treated? Like you're just wasting time. I don't understand. Anyway, uh, Shaquille walks down the aisle. You know, everybody sees him. And then, of course, they open the door. And then, boom, the episode ends. So, of course, going to have to wait until the next episode to see who freaking gets married. <laughs> so, but again, that's the end of the show. But not the end of the episode. But that's the end of the episode, but not the end of the show. So, um, we are on... Um, this, I mean, you know what time it. Oh, you know what time it is. It is the Skin Deep's Self Edition card game. The it's, uh, it's the Skin Deep's the and Self Edition card game, and we are uh, on card number. Uh, card number. Somebody come get her. Uh, card number one twenty-seven. It is. Uh, bam. Who do I feel is judging me, and how does that limit me? Um, who do I feel is judging me? <sighs> Women, definitely. Oh my God! I mean, I still need to get to that dating episode. I feel, I feel so sorry. I'm, I'm sorry, guys. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying, but I feel that um, women judge me a lot just because of the position that I'm in, and then they make their assessment off that, and then they're like, okay you know I, I i've done it I've, I've assessed you and i feel that you're not for me and you're not worthy you know and it's like well fuck you <laughs> you know i mean but but again everybody needs to do what they need to do so there you go that, that, that's what they want to do and, and i and i need to be okay with that even though i'm never okay with it you know i'm i'm, I'm never okay with that decision but i mean that's has that that it is what it is right and then i just gotta keep freaking moving you know that's what i gotta do so who do i feel is judging me and how does that limit me it limit it limits me because it gets into my head and i feel that i can't pursue uh, it, it 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 crushes my self-esteem you know that's that's what i'm trying to say it crushes my self-esteem and i feel like shit and i feel like i can't do anything 
and it fucks with me for a bit like not even a couple days like a couple weeks it fucks with me like damn I, what, what could i what could i have done to do something better blah 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 all this shit you know and it sucks i hate that um and i shouldn't let those things the the dehabilitate me like that and i just need to you know just take it to the chin you know definitely assess it you know one or two days and then keep it moving but you know it's kind of hard but yeah that's that's that all right well that's the end of the show thank you for listening to the inquisitive nobody podcast you can find this podcast on multiple digital service providers such as apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, podbean spotify amazon music audible listen notes stitcher and iHeartRadio. you can also follow the podcast on instagram twitter and vero at t-i-n-q-p-o-d that is at tink pod if you have any questions or topics you want me to discuss you can email me at t-i-n-q-p-o-d-c-a-s-t at gmail.com and i'll read your suggestions on the next show so after today's episode i'm not saying i have the dating world figured out but i am getting closer to figuring out a way to love within it Thank you for listening. My name is Martini Jean, and I am the Inquisitive Nobody.